Every time bus, we come into a stadium, bus. it's only gonna be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every yeah. week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You who knows? You who We are back in on a Matchbox 20 Football Friday uh, edition of the program. 303-831-1340 is the hotline and the text line. They got about, uh, you You, you, listen, you guys. This you, is this is a good show. I think this is the Carlos Santana edition. I think it's <laughs> you guys were, one thing you're right about, they don't have 10 hits. They have more. Oh, is this uh, not a hit? Uh, Do you ever heard this song yeah, before? right. I've heard Nickelback before. I mean, oh. I don't know where we're going. Did you guys team up on me on purpose? Did you guys like, like when I look away, you guys like winking, like, oh, this really kills. No, or I just- mean, I'm not big into the '90s, like the late '90s. The I forget his name, Michael, whatever. Where it's just all like, like I just that doesn't do it for me. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, fine, Jim Bitterman. Yeah, like the, Pearl they, Jam. Yeah, like all that kind of Pearl Jam sound. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, well, what? It feels like you're singing for comedic effect. And, I, and the fact that it's unintentional just really adds to the comedy of it all. So, uh, like, if you were if you were uh, at a karaoke yeah. bar and you're a little insecure about your singing voice and you want to, like, cover it up by uh-huh. joking, like, yeah. oh, guys, I'm just playing around. You do the voice. Like, I don't know. Yes. I just, that, that's yeah. how I feel about it. Okay. Listen, I mean. Oh, 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 oh. Well, tell me. Is, this is great. Until is they this start overrated? <laughs> well, Carlos Santana makes the song. Let's be real. Yeah, I can. I can uh, pick up carry. the Carlos let, Santana let's, influence. Let's, he went. He went. Shut up. Let's really hear the voice here. Let's hear. It. Mm-hmm. This is a banger. Drake does this Radiotronic stuff on every one of his, and we got to have no problem with that. But now. Rob Thomas does it. Okay. Listen. I don't think I said anything about the Radiotronic, and and I I've yet to catch a Drake verse where where he's doing that goofy okay. voice. Would it change anything if I told you that a big influence on Kanye's music was Matchbox Twenty? Oh, yeah, I can't really right. prove that, but would it change anything? No. Uh, no. I'd I'd assume Damn that uh, Jesus was just looking off of him for uh, what is it? The the Jesus is King album. Okay. How dare you? Hey, what do you two young punks know anything about music anyways? Nah, I don't know. You guys are actually pretty sophisticated dudes. How's school? Man, it's good. I'm about to graduate. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. Next week's going to be my last week. I'm going to be out of town with the draft. Uh So I'm not even going to be there for it. It's great. At the, you know, graduation, the commencement, the whole thing. I'm going to be there like a proud uncle in the back. That's my guy. Right there. (laughs) You know, we're proud of you. Jake and I are actually going to be like the crazy uncles who are like you know we're gonna wear um robes too with nothing under them Ooh, <laughs> right like yeah what are you gonna yeah. put under your robe it's a good question i might i might i might follow suit when i uh, graduated know. from high school i i had like a guy fieri like disco nice polyester the shimmery signing shiny hey, shirt so I, have to, I have to find something else yeah okay. it was way too hot though so i, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> yeah might, might go might go with what you're suggesting fully naked under the room. you know it, who's gonna know about it yeah maybe everybody now um okay so bronco stuff what's up Man, I draft. You're all drafting. You're all drafting. Yeah, and then just the town. I mean, I guess they're talking to the press too. There's there's some good stuff in there. Patrick Sertan getting ready for year two. I'm excited to see what he can really be in year two. He had every excuse to 
uh, fail in year one and had one of the better rookie corner seasons in, in recent memory. He can be Jalen Ramsey. I don't know if he will be, but he that's be what Jaylen he can Ramsey. Yeah, that'd be, you know, a guy like Jalen Ramsey, you know how valuable, incredibly valuable he is. He's like the most valuable defensive player in the league. Is Jalen Ramsey? I'd say. To I'd who say uh, Aaron Donald Aaron won? Aaron Donald. I think they have the two most. Yeah. I'd probably, geez, wow, that is, I have to think about it. That means like, oh. Because Aaron Donald's wow. forcing you to. Holy cow. He's awesome in the run. He's forcing you to put two, three blockers on him on every play. It depends on what you value. Play. I'm not saying you're wrong, but yeah. I'd have to start putting like TJ Watt in there because he's such Watt's a stat thing. stuffer. So, and, like, he's such a game changer. You know, there's guys who, like, I don't know. There's some guys who don't fill up the stat sheet. There's some guys who do, and the stats Watts are kind of hollow. Thing. But there's something about the impact. It's more of, like, an impact for yeah. me. I have to think about it. Watts up there. Garrett's up there. But I, I do think yeah, it's Garrett's Donald great. just because as valuable as those guys are creating pressure off the edge, the fastest path to the quarterback is through the interior mm-hmm. rush. It's just so hard to master, and Donald has uh i think he'd be one but then ramsey the ability to just week in week out hey we're putting you inside we're yeah. putting you outside take out their best pass catching weapon ramsey's playing so himself into rare air territory yes like uh when we start talking considering the guy as maybe an all-timer but also it goes quick everyone thought revis island was an untouchable force of nature and then something just kind of happened and the wheels just kind of fell off and you know that's it so um cornerbacks are less sustainable than front totally. or less uh uh, there's more variance in well, their play over a, a great ones career. Who have mainstay and last forever are truly great because there's like the Asamoahs and the Cortland Finnegans, these guys who get hot for a couple few yes, years exactly. because of maybe the um, situation, the coaching, the team around you, whatever it may be. So um, yeah, Jalen mm-hmm. Ramsey's surpassed that kind of um, you know that kind of clout, and now he's in kind of rare air. He's a really great player. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay. Him, Peterson, Revis, Bailey, the guys yeah. in the 21st century. Totally. Um, yeah, he's 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 remarkable. Um, and I think that's what Sertan can be. You look at him, he's a 99th percentile athlete at the cornerback position, which is maybe the most athletic position. Um, so you, you have the potential there. And he was put in such a bad spot last year. He was told he was going to be cornerback four. He was going to be, he had to learn all these different positions because they're like, how are we going to get this guy on the field? He's got to learn how to play linebacker mm-hmm. and nickel and dime and like all these different uh uh, things and then he ended up just being like their starting outside corner, which is not what he was working on in camp or anything. And Fangio's scheme didn't like best fit his strength, so he had to uh, deal with that his rookie year. Too. I I think the sky's the limit for that kid. I'm really excited what he can be this season. I am too. Um, wow, to think that to think that we have Russell Wilson now, or able to somehow have off. kept Patrick Sertan, because if you're gonna really Go to Denver's roster and have the pick of the litter. Who's the most valuable player before Russell Wilson got here? Mm-hmm. Who is it? If no, you have to, it's, pick, it's, is it Pat, literally Jake? I mean, help us with this one. Other than Russell Wilson, who is the most valuable player on the Broncos roster? Uh, Javante's great. Running backs aren't worth a damn. Sertan, it'd be... It's got to be Patrick Sertan. Sertan, Simmons. Jones. Eh, not Simmons. Simmons. Not Simmons. Or, he's a ball hawk, man. Yeah, but he's like... turnovers are Simmons would be valuable. like sixth or he's seventh safety, on my list. He's but he's maybe the best safety in the league. So sixth like, or seventh on my list is Simmons. I think Simmons, Draymond Jones, um, 
Uh, Javante's got to be in the top Garrett three, Bowles. no matter what you think about the value I of disagree. the position. Top five. Yeah. No. Top what, five for uh, sure. Uh, how do you have him above of Justin? He is the, not listen, the best running back in football. Justin you, Simmons is the best. You got to take your draft and cap and value. value chart out of play here. Javante's one of the most hyped, dynamic, and potentially explosive players the in the Simmons league. Simmons was and a then, later draft pick. What? It's not about the draft. Simmons was a later draft pick. I'm talking about Javante. Yeah, I know. So what? So well, I don't get how you can say he's a more foundational piece. Than I didn't say Simmons. he's more foundational. I say he's more valuable. Why? Uh, because of his the clout on him right now and the hype on him um, has him in circles and on Twitter and on Pro Football Focus as like one of the, the next five breakout stars of the NFL. If you went to the he, consensus of hit all media guys, the guys who do this kind of stuff, and we just name five guys, name five guys for the next biggest stars in the NFL, Javante's going to be on, the, like when we gather all the votes, he will be on that list. Um, up and coming Sir star running Walt. back. So, oh, Even I Sir disagree. T- no, because it's just the, it's the, I'm saying guys who like you and, man, eh, maybe not like you, but guys who maybe like me and Jake, who are fodder guys or uh, blog guys? Um, Patrick Sertan wouldn't be. If we're talking about yeah, the fi- because you don't you don't think you wouldn't think a defense right away anyway. I get that, but but like we're talking about I'm not NFL saying he's not. teams. Oh, like the, the okay, yeah. If we, but, but I don't think that's value. Like maybe more front facing star I could see, and I'll, I'll I'll agree with that. I don't think he's more valuable. If you're an NFL team, why are you going for? the running back who might break out into being a superstar yeah. over the safety that's already established. Okay, well, let's, let's clear this up. So the value, I mean, like on a street right now, if Patrick Sertan had something going on, he just can't live in Denver, doesn't want to be here. There's some drama. You asked him to, you know, it's been, it's unprecedented. He played one year and they're demanding a trade. Couple they got, first round picks. Maybe he worth two first round picks. And I think maybe a little bit more. Okay, I think he'd be the most valuable guy on the roster that you could get the most highest level of compensation for. That's Patrick Sertan. That's not close. Then we step down to, I think, Javante might be... Bulls, Jones, Simmons, I think is the next tier. Give me players on this roster you can get a first-round pick for in trade. Is Tim Patrick worth the first-round pick on the street? No, I think he's worth a second. Maybe yeah. I think if someone trades second round Maybe pick for third. him and Maybe his cheap third. contract, in this market probably closer to a third. Yeah, but you get him and the cheap contract. You know what I mean? You yeah, don't get you, him but, and some eight. You know, but the reason that we're seeing teams move off Adams and Hill and all these people is because they love this year's rookie quarterback class. And well, as cheap and as because of the is, cost of a receiver these yeah. days. Well, and because how an elite cheap, a receiver. Yeah, and despite how cheap Tim Patrick is, the guys in the draft are even cheaper, which is why I think. Like what, what? Do we have uh, no other players on the roster that'd be worth the first round pick on the street? Bulls, maybe. You, he's a tackle. So tackle Bulls, is you so think could be, hard uh, to pull today. Yeah, that you're right. Garrett Bulls, you could pull a first round pick for on the street. He's a top ten tackle. It's that. so hard to find a top ten tackle. You're right. You, you could pull you could that get, for him. It'd be like a back end first, but you could do it. A team that really what needs about, a tackle. What about um, Draymond? Maybe no, if no. someone really believes in Draymond. Yeah, second interior or third. pass rush is value. I think you're right. It probably would be a second. I think you could. From a contender that needs one more piece on defense, I think it'd be, be worth a nice in. second round pick, not a first, but he can he can probably get a second round pick with Draymond. Yeah. There's probably teams be who really believe, um, you know, that he has a chance to be something more, go to kind of a Shaq Barrett level somewhere else. Um, Judy in a year, if Judy has a really awesome year, but you couldn't do it right now. No, for sure not Judy right now. Maybe there'd be a team that would trade late first round pick, like you know, I bet you the. Um, 
They you just, know, I it, bet you the Patriots would trade their first-round pick for Jerry Judy. I bet you the Patriots would do that. I bet you maybe a team like the Ravens would consider that. I bet you a team maybe, like, yeah, maybe. you know, I think I just Judy think they a, would probably go first round I don't think it's quite it. I don't okay. think he's, he needs to show more. He's just, yeah. but he's, he's in the, he'd be near that tier. I'm trying to think. Yeah, not, there's not many. There's okay. not many that'd be worth, but there's not many players that would demand it. Let's go to pick. break and come back and do, let's stay with us for one more. Um, yeah, that's good stuff. That's interesting stuff. You got a lot of stuff you're working on. I want you to find a guy or two that, you know, I think, again, we can't, I don't have enough brain power to learn about every single guy in this draft, okay? But I do want you to tell me about three guys who I should know about, whether it be they become stars in the league or whether you got a target on them for the Broncos. I'll, I'll give you three. Okay. Uh, 303-831-1340, hotline and the text line. Stream us or watch us at milehighsports.com. Danny Williams, Jake Myers, Zach Sagers, and Smiley Sports. Show me in Christ like but nobody never tell you. Don't you worry, baby. No sis trying to change it. I'm going to strike these matches. Never had control. See, what I think is this is the new version of Matchbox 20. It's like they're cut from the same cloth a little bit. That's what I think. They just figured out the singing bit. Right. <laughs> oh, how dare you? No, I'm not. Listen, I don't even really like Matchbox 20 all that much. They just have a lot of hits, and they're from my era. So you guys felt like I had to stick up for them a That's little bit. Fine. So, yeah, yeah, I think the instrumentals are strong. They rock a little bit. If that's rock, though, I, I don't, don't want to be, be right. right. Um, okay, we got Zach Seegers in studio with us hanging out. I um, want him to bring up a few guys. So, like, you guys, it's, it's weird, man. Like, it's draft stuff, you have to be into it to get it. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people think, am I going to spend the time to learn about this guy, a guy who not only probably is not going to ever be on my team, but might not even really hit in this league. More so, likely than not, will. More likely than not, will not hit. So do you know what? I think we'll save that for next week. Yeah. The like the hit rate of guys. Yeah. Um, the odds of a guy hitting in the first, second, third. We'll take a look back at the history of the Broncos draft. Um, it, you know, draft classes. Uh, it's, you know, there's a lot of stuff we can get into. But give me a few guys that you got your eyeball on and that are worth learning about right now. I'm going to pay attention to this now. Yeah, uh, uh, one guy that I really, really like. I'm I'm writing up on a defensive lineman right now. Broncos need him. Fedarian Mathis. Out of Alabama. Fedarian? Fedarian. Awesome name. You got to have a great name. P- That's part and of not it. Just, not just Fedarian. Fedarian with a P-H. Fedarian so, with a P-H? P-H-I-D-A-R-I-A-N. Daniel. That's fantastic. Uh, a, a remarkably strong player. You see him uh, hold up to double teams all game long, playing in the SEC, which is very promising. He's going to... Uh, upgrade the run defense from day one, but he's also got a nice bit of pass rush ability. He's uh, uh, got a very developed um, pass rush set. Uh, he, he knows how to use his hands well, beat offensive linemen, create backfield penetration. Um, and then you see the the mental side with him is also very impressive. He's asked to line up all over the defensive line for Alabama, uh, performs great all over the line for them, uh, showing his familiarity with what really is a complex defensive scheme, a scheme more complex than most NFL defenses. Um, so he's got the mental stuff okay. and then, uh, uh, yeah, versatility, character works hard. Uh, absolutely loving the Broncos. Where's he supposed to go? He's going to go, uh, I think mid third to the late fourth round. And, and I, what's would, the knock I'd on him? Why isn't he, uh, second round pick? 
he it's a less valuable position. He's yeah. a run stuffer. Yeah. Um, run stuffing defensive tackle. And then the thing with him, I think it's going to be mobility, like sideline to sideline mobility. Okay. Um, uh, uh, he's not the, the twitchiest guy in the world. Um, but yeah, I think it's more positional value than it. This is a really good player, in my opinion. I okay. think he's probably one of the... I'm I'm bullish on him, but I'd say he's a top 50, top 60 player in this class. Who and I will think you be can drafted way later than that. Yeah, he could okay. go early fourth. He's a, he's one, and he's at a position to need for the Broncos, just okay. like box checks. Give me another guy. Another guy. Uh, let's go linebacker. Um, who do I like at linebacker? This linebacker class is tough. Chad Muma. Chad Muma is going to be a good NFL player. I don't know if he ends up going to the Broncos. He might be off the board by the time they're picking. Um, but he's another guy who could fall just because of positional value, uh, but is a top 50 player in this class. Uh, very, very polished uh, player. Can impact the run game, can impact the pass game. He's a rock-solid tackler uh, with the instincts that help him naturally flow to the ball. He's got the movement skills to hold up in man coverage zone coverage, all that good stuff. Gold uh, he's mentally advanced. I really don't have many negatives on him. Uh, he's just good at everything. He doesn't have the elite wow stuff that makes you want to take uh, off-ball linebacker in the first round. Um, but yeah, he is a, a, just a rock-solid player. It's hard to go wrong with that pick. Um, I, I would love if he went to the Broncos. Um, even if, I, I don't know, the the positional value isn't quite there. Um, you know, hey. Great. Great player. The best. Are you? Is your draft philosophy be drafting to fill areas of need? I think BPA is a good, like, overarching rule to approach things with, but I don't think you can be a slave to it. Like, you have to keep in mind this Broncos team is trying to win now. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about it. There's not many rookies that can come in and win now, like contribute to this team trying to win now. Well, doesn't Russell Wilson though also kind of allow you to maybe take some risks and some gambles that you normally maybe wouldn't otherwise take because you 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 need to hit. You know, yeah. you need to be as close to successful as you possibly can be because you don't have a quarterback. Yeah. And so I think it's what kind of gambles are we taking? Are we taking a gamble on a guy like Damone Clark, who I love for the Broncos, taking him in the sixth round? Awesome athlete, but he's coming off a spine injury, right? That's the gamble we're talking about. I like Damone because he can get all the tickets. Yeah. Or the, the gamble of Troy Anderson, who's an unreal athlete, but doesn't know how to play football right now. That's the type of gamble I would stray away from because we need guys who can contribute early on. I'll gamble on, ooh, is this guy going to come back from injury or not? Maybe he doesn't, but if he does, I know what I'm getting. Uh, Troy Anderson is a case where it's like, maybe he can play football in two years. Right now, he's an athlete, an unreal athlete, the best athlete that's ever tested at the combine at linebacker, but does not know how to play linebacker, (laughs) and that is a red flag when you're going to the NFL. Okay. What else in a couple minutes? Uh, a very last player for you here. I'll, I'll throw out uh, Hassan Haskins, the running back uh, guy. Broncos country should definitely have an eye on. Got a cool name um, again with the yeah. Hassan coming out of Michigan. Nose for the end zone. Twenty rushing touchdowns his last year at Michigan. Uh, would uh, compound that physical identity with Javante Williams. You have two fresh, hard-nosed running backs. You can run them into the ground without worrying about uh, uh, their production trailing off at all. Awesome vision, awesome patience will make him a great fit in this scheme. And he can impact the pass game from day one because he's probably the best pass-protecting running back in this class. 
Could you get two first round picks for Javante Williams if he was in the street right now? I mean, if he was available no, right now? No, I don't think you'd even get one because he's a running back. And I, I don't think know you who's get, giving up anything. For I think you can get one. And I think you get uh, a first Maybe. and a third. I don't First and a third for Javante. Running back. Yeah, but like you got to give me uh, who's the best running back in the league right now? Henry? Who's the best running back? I don't know. Nick Chubb? Okay. No, uh, Jonathan Taylor? If Jonathan Taylor was on the street right now, um, not on the he street, but if, if he was. Jonathan Taylor go for two firsts. No way. Oh my no gosh, yeah. Two no firsts? Look at the running back Jonathan market. Jonathan Taylor? Look One at the running first back market. At it, if anything. No, two. Good running backs are not getting Listen, paid. Listen, I'm talking about uh, good is one thing. The best in the league is another. The best running backs aren't getting paid. I, I, uh, I disagree with that. No, he's a running back. It's different, though. How much Special. is Justin Tucker going for? Four first rounders? Justin to a kicker? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're, if we're just a. Yeah, kicker. It's harder uh, to find. You can get a first round pick for to Justin find. Tucker. There are more Javante Williamses in the NFL today than there are Justin I don't Tuckers know, in the history of the league. If Justin Tucker's under thirty years old, he'd go for a first round pick for two. Uh, if you found the right, yeah, soccer. maybe for one, yeah, but not for two. We're talking no. running backs. We're talking running backs. That's okay. I just think that Jonathan Taylor. I think Javante was worth like a first and a third. I think the idea of the like you got to look at Derrick Henry before the injury when he was just. You know, like in the off season, this last off season, would he have went for two first round picks? He might have gone for one from like a win now team. Really? Do you okay. look at how the league values running backs? They're telling you. Yeah, how but they we're value. talking about like the th one, of th one, two, three, four, five best in the league on the planet. On the planet, the rest, yeah, they all could go. You know, they're all the same. They're all the same, but not one of like these five or four, maybe six special guys like Kamara. But like you know, Kamara and, and William, Henry, there's their uh, values down now. They're kind of. They're past it. Yeah, They're I beginning of the washed. I think era. A first. I don't think you could get two for okay. running back. All right. Uh, good stuff. What's your? Where can I find your stuff for your work? Zach underscore Seegers on Twitter. Mile High Sports. I've got draft articles dropping daily. I've got one uh, going more in depth on Fideri and Mathis and a couple other defensive tackles dropping in a couple hours. Here. Okay. Good stuff, buddy. Uh, Danny, Jake, Zach, back on their side is Mile High Sports. Start, I just can't stop All the patience that I got It's not enough to say Oh, a little milky chance Nope Oh, a little glass animals Oh, a little milky glass elephant Damn it Haven't played this one in a while Uh, this is, uh The The fix no. The, the the strokes. The neighborhood. Uh, are you sure I didn't say that? Yeah, pretty sure. Not bad. Much ten, better than Matchbox. Ten, not at all. Ten thirty-two a.m. in the Mile High City. Uh, <laughs> we're live from the Tech Center. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate it. Uh, jump on 303-831-1340. Now's a good time to hit us. Let us know you're out there. We appreciate it. Uh, the Gypsy King fights this weekend. Who's this guy he's going to beat up? Uh, White. He uh, he actually came in weighing 11 more pounds um, than his opponent. Um, you know, it's the heavyweight division. There's some definitely some leeway for these guys. Ah! <laughs> but Dylan White is also a head shorter than Tyson Fury. He is 
not quite the giant that Tyson Fury is, and I expect a thrashing. I, I think Tyson Thrash? Fury is going to dominate uh, Dylan White. Thrash? Domination. I never heard of the guy. Exactly. And yeah. did you hear what Tyson Fury said? Uh, of course I did. Jake Regarding his career? Yeah, I heard he might retire afterwards. Oh, oh, there's no one left for him to fight. No, not really, except for Joshua. Yeah. Joshua, yeah, who's not Joshua. really that. Yeah, he lost to that ch- uh, chubby Mexican. He here. should fight Alexander Usyk. Or the Alexander Usyk. U- UFC guy? Alexander Usyk, the oh, Ukrainian who's yeah. um, Usyk. fighting in Ukraine right now. Yeah. Wow. Usyk is, to me, arguably the pound-for-pound pound number one fighter in the world. Why are they not talking about these two guys fighting then? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll never, never know. know. Is this fight worth watching tonight? This fight? Or uh, tomorrow night? I mean, if you want to see a knockout, yeah. Why not? <laughs> okay. Usyk is the fight I want to see Tyson Fury have. I mean, they're both heavyweight champs. Uh, Nugan, Nugano? Who's the big Nganu? guy? Nganu? Uh, how do you say it? Nganu. Nganu? Nganu. Nganu? Nganu? He should come out of UFC and fight uh, Fury with small gloves or something crazy. He would get worked. Really? What if it was an UFC octagon? UFC fighters can't box. What if it was an octagon? Well, it's a different story. Obviously, he would. Would probably... Tyson Fury fight in the octagon? I don't think so. Why not? Boxers. Why don't boxers, boxers go to usually... UFC? Because they will die. Knees and elbows are not their forte. Choke choke holds, arm bars are not their forte. They are strictly. They strictly bring the hands. All right. So I think that's why, you know, UFC fighters understand like, oh, you know, boxing has the bigger payday, so I might as well go over there. Um, can, is Andrew right there? Can we get Andrew on the microphone for a second? Yeah. Uh hey Andrew. Uh Danny wants you on the mic real quick. I was just looking for like a major league, you know, report, something about the Rockies or something good like that. You got anything for us? See, actually, the Rockies right now are uh, going to be taking on the Detroit Tigers tonight. Miguel Cabrera goes for hit number 3,000 yeah. against the fight in Colorado Rockies. That's kind of cool. Is that there or here? It's going to be in Detroit. Because uh, I mean, uh, the last time the Rockies gave up a, a 3,000th hit to a player. Hold on. Let me think about it. Uh, last time they gave up 3,000th hit to a player. Um, How long ago was it? Uh, about four or five years ago. Uh, he was a god in his country. Era, <laughs> uh, a god in his country. Uh, David Ortiz doesn't have three. Ichiro. Oh, triple Ichiro, off the yes. uh, scoreboard. Uh, so surprisingly enough, there have been. Uh, right. If he gets uh, number three thousand this weekend, or just at any point in time, he will be uh, number thirty-three yep. to be in the uh, three thousand hit club. The Rocky, if he gets number three, uh, three thousand against the Rockies, they will have given up four, three thousand 
hits. Wow, that's yeah. unbelievable. The other two were Craig Biggio, and okay. then uh, the all-time stolen bases leader Ricky Henderson. Wow, all all done against the Colorado Rockies. Like, that's got to be some kind of record or something. I don't remember. Like that, R- that's over. That's like ten percent of all wild. of the three thousand hit for a franchise that came to existence in 1993 not in 1893 like some of these other teams uh some of the uh, notable players that aren't that never got to 3,000 hits uh barry bonds yeah surprisingly and also babe ruth uh back in the three thousand the 3,000 hit club is maybe the most damn i'm trying to think it was the most like prestigious and elite club to be in all of sports the, the 500 home home run club is not what it used to be at all yeah 20 years ago um, that I was mean, it's grown leaps and bounds over the past 10 years it is it's, it's gotten kind of smashed and now it's kind of about 600 home runs and like the you know 3,000 strikeouts used to kind of be a thing yeah but i think the 3,000 hit club is so special and so unique because it's just the longevity it takes to get there but you can't you know get there off of 150 hits a season 140 hits a season you got to be like a 200 hit guy a season for a very yeah. very long time the longevity in hits your career is, you have to have and just the the level of there's no bums on that list there's not one bum on that list they're, they're, i mean they're all hall of famers they're, every last guy is a hall of famer and every guy that should that is in the hall of fame that every guy that is in the club yeah. even going forward should be a hall of famer just the level of longevity you have to have at, at an elite level is it's it's unheard of. It's at least baseball's most prestigious club now that I think about it is the three thousand hit club because you know there's no perfect game club. The no hitter club's kind of cool, but there's a lot of bums in there. You know what I mean? No hitters yeah. are cool, but guys like you've never heard of from again. I mean, Wade Miley threw one last year. You know who's the guy? Uh, Galarag Armando Galarago had the perfect game blown by the yeah the uh, the, the uh, James Joyce call at Jim Joyce first place first base yeah yeah. So I mean you know I we're, we're, who is that guy since you know he's nothing title of he baseball really now. wasn't yeah he got so, a car out of it got a car out of it yeah that's the cool. tigers gave him a car wish i can get a car for something you know what i mean <laughs> it would be nice yeah all right uh good stuff thank you appreciate it uh okay we will set up a break here go out on time as usual if you're new to the show if there's one thing we are super punctual on time always on time for the show and then we always get in out of the break on times too yeah, like, just right. like nate likes Shh, they're new they don't know better uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. Is this Elvis Costello? No. The Smelky Costello? The Arctic mon- Monkeys. Milky Costello? Damn, that's a, that is something. That is something. Milky Costello? That's our band name. That's got to be our band name. Milky Costello? Damn, that's badass. That is not badass. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, live at the Herman's Hideaway stage, your headliner, Milky Costello. Oh, ow! Play that one again! Bittersweet! All right. It's all right. <laughs> it's, here's some more news from a new album. It's all right if you don't. All right. Who's this really? Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> You're like, Arctic Monkeys, duh. How, on, how did you not know that? And that name uh, for a band makes total sense. These guys are huge. You, you were talking to me like Milky Costello makes no sense. And what are they called here? 
Arctic okay, Monkeys. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Jake. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, founders of Melky Costello, back on the other side of Smiley Sports. Costello. Who's yeah! this? This is Dayglow. Ah. Okay. Not as good as Match Watch 20 again, but way better. Not bad either. Way better. I think a big influence of theirs was Matchbox 20. Doubtful. 303-831-1340 is the hotline in the text. We've got about 10 minutes left with the show. If you want to hit us, do so. Thanks for rolling with us this morning. Uh, it's been a fun one. It's been a good week. Trying to have a nice weekend here. Weather spectacular. Got the um, gala this weekend at school, Jake. The gala. The gala? The gala. Tell me more. <laughs> well, Jake, it looks like I'm about to let the gala out of the bag. <laughs> It's like a big event where they try to get as much money from the parents as they can for items. Such as the private clinic tour of the stadium and tickets with rapid great Drew Moore. Oh, sure. No problem. Put that together for your school. You need that? Put that together. Should go for about 5000 five or 6000 Oh, you need Jason Hurst, former pitcher of the Colorado Rockets, to come in and do some kind of clinic here with the kids, take you to the state art facility to show you some uh, equipment that only Major League Ball Clubs have? I got that for you, too, all souls. Whatever you need, Father Rick. You tell me, Father Rick, and I will get it done for you. Bless you, too, Father Rick. Bless your little heart. So what do I go big with uh, for the gala here, Jake? What do we... Um, well, if it, it, there's uh, trips. There's... Um, Lots of items, um, 25 sock package from Mad Sports Stuff. So where's the trip to, though? <laughs> well, Jake, it looks like I'm about to let the cat out of the bag. I just felt like doing it again. There's different ones. It There's, never gets old. You know, oh, oh, what about the lunch and conversation with... Mike Kliss auction item. Eh. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's funny. I told Rochelle I'm going to get that one. You should. Uh, Mike will be like, hey, Danny. I'm like, hey, Mike. I'm, I won. He's like, that's cool. We go back like throwbacks way back when I had the red and black lumberjack. We were you know, OG Golden, Colorado when I was spending some time out in Golden. You know? Nice. Kind of a big deal. Um, I would say take the trip, so then at least I get to get some time away from you. Okay, um, that's you know? mean. What about the Broncos ticket package <laughs> that I was going to take you to a Broncos game? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, sorry, Jake. That's... Looks like I'll be taking Andrew now. Damn it. Andrew, you're my new number one. Uh, Andrew, you're, yeah, my new, right. you're my new side piece. Still not the main. <laughs> I can't quit, Jake. Not with this hair. 
<laughs> uh, uh, that, that Broncos package sounds pretty nice to me. It's Listen, the gala is country-themed. It's a country-themed gala. You're going to wear some cowboy boots? I don't have and, any cowboy boots. Well, you have to go get some. Mm, lay me on my roots. Mm. Showed up in sneakers and ruined your black tie affair. Baby, lock them doors and, and turn, turn them, them lights down, down low. Nice. The devil went down to Georgia and he was looking for a soul to steal. Got that barbecue stain in my white t-shirt. <laughs> Those are the four country songs that we know. Yeah. But they rocked. I expect some of that kind of music. Do I wear, um, I'll probably wear like some kind of, I'm going to have to come and borrow one of your flannels. Mm. So luckily I know a guy who's got lots of flannels. His name is Jake Meyer. The only problem is Jake's are in a youth medium and I'm wearing that large fat guy in a little flannel. Fat, fat guy in a little. I wear a adult medium. Okay. Okay. My bad. Had my Not a youth medium. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I've been known to rock a medium. Really? Do I go try to find a cowboy hat for this event? Yes. Reckon? I reckon you do. Oh, reckon. Where do I start? Uh, you're in Colorado, bro. There's plenty of places you can find. I don't want to spend a lot of money on this. Why not? Who knows? Next time you have to go to something like this or like... What are my you know, other alternatives like for country? Stampede and you know get some... Flannel on jeans is what I got so far. Flannel on jeans. Then what else do I go with? You can't put blazers on that. Chaps. Chaps? Get some chaps. With my ass out? Yeah. Get my ass waxed? I have to hit Gerald for that manzillion, though. Right. He'll be like, he's a lot hairier than I this thought. There's a lot of fuzz down there. Listen, up here, um, uh, completely shaven up here. Down here? It's like a forest. Also completely shaven. No. Jungle. <laughs> the forest. And I'm like Tom Selleck. Uh, okay. No, but I mean, like, what happens if you have to go to, like, a country concert or, like, yeah. uh, you know. Um, You're right. If they force me, what would I wear? The Grizzly Rose. Uh, I yeah. Know, I don't know. You're right. You got to have something. Like what, Just though? What sets Cowboy boots. Cowboy hat. Cowboy boots? Damn, yes. man. I don't think I could pull it off. If you go, if you're gonna go and do something go big. like that, go big. Go. What am I doing? What am I doing? Ah, damn it! He's going all in, guys. You gotta go all in. Put your chips check, in. Check this out. What if I wear instead? Check this out. Bolo tie. I got it. No, 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 no. My Demarcus wear Cowboys jersey. Oh, because oh. he's a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. <sighs> I'm a cowboy. Right? Yeah. No. Uh, I mean. You see what I did there? I see what you did there. Cowboy stuff. I don't like And Nilo's got cowboy stuff. Tons of it. Just ask. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I was going to say I'd probably ask find a lot of but for some Cowboys Thank gear. you, my friend. Just a Jersey boy living the dream of Cowboys fan somehow. Thank you, my friend. From New York. <laughs> no, Jersey. Just a Cowboys friend from uh, from Jersey living the dream. Thank you, my friend. New York Knicks and. The Mets. New York Knicks. And the Mets. Mets. Cowboys. And the Cowboys. That's odd. You know, I mean, you got Damn. Anilo. He's a Mets fan and a Cowboys fan, too. If I come out with wearing some Cowboys stuff, people would be like, that is creative or not that cool. Uh, Not that cool. Not for a gala? No. I could wear my blazers then, though. <laughs> you uh, got to go with the Cowboy wait. hat, man. And the boots. 
I'm I'm dead set on it. I'll help you. You'll help me? I will take you to my cowboy shop. Where's that? I don't know. I don't, I don't have a cowboy shop. shop. Where's the cowboy shop? On the ranch. I go to the Hispanic cowboy shop where they're like, my friend, I have a special for you, my friend. They got the alligator skin with the, like the dot things on the boots. Anyone have her boots I could borrow? Doug. Size 11 and a half? I bet you Doug's got some. Doug's got some, but he's a giant of a man. True. He probably wears like a 14 clod hopper. You know? Right. <laughs> All right. You know, so we were talking about, uh, you know, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. What do you, what'd you make of the Yankees walking him intentionally during his at bat to get the 3,000th hit? I think it's stupid. Cowardly? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, do they really not that want that kind of history done upon them? I mean, it's the same. You'll you'll see the highlight over and over and over and over again. Maybe you just don't really want it to happen to your guy, to your team. He's guys washed. He's a shell of his former self. You don't. It's not a guy you really intentionally walk. I mean, he's just old. It's kind of a punk move. I mean, he's, he's an all time great, but yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been with the Tigers for the highest of highs, the lowest of lows. You know, Miguel Cabrera played through kind of the end, the back end of like the steroid era, era, era. and uh, came out smelling like roses. Triple crown? Triple crown. Wow. That's special. He's actually kind of underrated all the time because he's foreign a little bit. Like, we don't hear him talk a lot. You know what I mean? Miggy. Yeah. And they didn't really win at a high level. They had some good years. They went to the World Series with Verlander yeah. for uh, a season. And they were pretty special for about three or four years. But that's it. Um, I want him to get 3,000 to get the Rockies. So, uh, you know, who's going to give it up? At least the Rockies are in Kyle history. Kyle Freeland? <laughs> <laughs> at least the Rockies are in history somehow. Yeah. Because they're not going to make it themselves, unless it's like historically bad. Are you going to that card show this weekend? Uh, when is it? Saturday. Uh, I can't. Got to work. Just say yes. Sure. Just like these. I, I'm totally going. Yeah. Yeah. Because the listeners will be like, "Oh, I'll probably go then too." It's going to be wild. Are you going to get in the card game? No. You want chasing some zards? Uh, I have a life. Okay. Sorry. Well, who needs chicks and sex and all that kind of stuff when you got Charizard? Charizard. Squirtle. Want to see my squirtle? <laughs> okay, that's the whole show. Don't give him anything else, Jake. Make him come back wanting more next week. Have a good weekend, everybody. We appreciate you guys. For our guy, John, who we had on earlier today, Scanlon. For Andrew, who gave us our MLB update. For Zach Seegers. And for the jerk, Jake Meyer. Actually, he's not a jerk. He's a righteous, he's a righteous dude. I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, you, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'm